Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This week, we're super stoked to have Jim Parkin, myself, Ashley Chandler, and our guest, Kyle Irwin. Woo-hoo. It's funny that you say you're stoked to have me as if I'm not going to be. Well, I'm stoked to have us all at this table. Does that count? Uh, I probably should have introduced him as Pastor Kyle Irwin. You know what? But it's fine. But everybody, <laughs> usually when they come to the table, I just use all of our names. Like for yeah. a little while, I would say Director of Lighthouse Experiment, Jim Parkin. Yeah. And then I don't have a title, so it'd You're be like, Ashley. and I'm just Ashley. I'm just Ashley. I'm just Ashley. And then, so it's fine. So tonight we're talking about uh, creative, creativity mm-hmm. and in the church yeah. and how that adds to or brings hope to people who are, you know, maybe just coming into our ministry for the first time or, or yeah. just kind of digging into the church atmosphere. And for folks that don't know, um, we at Freedom Center Church, we call our like worship creative, like the creative department. Yeah. Um, and so, and you can tell us why, because it's not just the worship department. No, it's just, it kind of encompasses, um, not everything, but, multiple things so it's it's music and it's design and it's technology um it's atmosphere and environments um yeah things like that so it's just it's kind of all the artsy things encompassed right. under one thing yeah super cool. and i happen to be over all of that so <laughs> <laughs> which is wonderful yeah. um you've been a part of creative in one fashion or another for a very long time yeah i mean i grew up i i say grew up but i didn't start coming to church I didn't know Jesus really until I was 17 uh, and then I was pretty much thrown into the youth worship team so I pretty much like I quotation marks grew up yeah. in with the worship ministry and in creative arts so I've I've been in it since I was uh, like 17 and I've actually worked worked in it worked for the church uh, in this specific area for the last uh, six years That's so awesome. yeah I think that's cool because you've now been a part of all the changes in this whole transformation of what totally. creative has become. Totally. And now even just this past year with Kingdom Builders yeah. and going into the new year, it's just incredible everything that is changing. But I, there's just been so much of those pieces that you've been able to see and be a part of. Yeah. And I, I just think that's really, really neat. Yeah. yeah. So what's kind of like the, the heart behind it? How is it? Is it to create atmosphere for people to to grow, yeah. like a, like a worship set? Yeah, I mean, I think music itself is just this universal language that anybody, right, no matter where you're from or what age you are, can connect to. So whether you're Isla and you're listening to music and you're just kind of bouncing <laughs> yes. back and forth, or yeah. you're a 75 year old couple and you've been listening to music your whole life, it's something everybody connects to. So I think that's why it's. Um, I don't want to say the main focus, but it's it's like the main thing we go after in creative is the music and making it um, excellent, as excellent as it can be, and, and doing it well. Um, I, it just 
for whatever reason, it just brings people together. So Sunday mornings, we're all different ages. We come from different backgrounds, um, even different beliefs. But for those 30, 35 minutes, music is the thing that can bring us together. Right. Yeah. And it has been. It's been, I can say, speaking for myself and my wife when we first came here, you know, growing up in Lutheran Church. Sure. Where it was hymns. Yep. You know, where you sang the doxology every week. Yeah. You know, and different song for when they took the the offering yeah. up to the altar and a different song. This day of the church calendar and everything. Yeah. Then to coming into this high praise and people's totally hands up and moving around and praying and stuff like that. And it was... It's so different. It's so different. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I've come to um, appreciate liturgies... Uh, in the last couple months, I actually bought a book that's just full of liturgies for different things. That's and cool. I don't, I mean, I haven't really gotten into it lately, but it's like, it's literally for almost any situation you're in. Like right. things that seem ridiculous and then you're reading it and it's like, oh, this is like really deep and touching my heart. And then yeah. it's things that are, seem more serious or whatever. But, um, I'm, I'm learning to appreciate both the big rock style Thing that we do here Sunday to the more quiet, um, reverent, liturgical, Lutheran, Catholic mass kind of thing. So, I mean, before I used to really dislike the Catholic church and that was for stupid reasons, but that's kind of what I grew up in. And then I came here and I saw this different side and it was like, oh, well, Catholics just are just praising a religion. They don't actually love Jesus. And I put that label on all Catholics. Mm-hmm. So it was like we had to go to Catholic Mass for Easter, or sorry, Catholic Mass for uh, Christmas because that was tradition because we did it with my mom's side. And it was like, oh, I hate this. And I'm sitting in church like, this is so stupid. Like nobody really believes what they're, you know, like I'm making yeah. all these, I'm a teenager. Yeah. Um, but through the years, I've met Catholics that are like charismatic, speaking in tongues. I'm like, you're not a Catholic. They're like, no, I am. I really am, but I'm also like I love Jesus. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So yeah, it's been it's been a cool journey to not just see worship or praise as this one style or this right. one music, but it's just kind of God isn't a rock star and God isn't this liturgical whatever. He's right. a, a thousand different. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a heretic, but yeah, <laughs> but, no, no, I get it. No, I get no, it. but there's that. It's easy to do, totally. right? It's easy yeah. to. Well, I only like tradition. I it's, only like this. I don't like that genre. Yeah, and you know, yeah, or I don't like that worship song, but I really like this worship. Song. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Well, and my background is I I went to a non-denominational church that. Every, everybody like calmly sang these songs and there are some Sundays where everybody get a little bit worked up but nobody raised their hands. Yeah. Nobody got really, you know, worked up and and I just really craved to see people actually living out what we were singing. Sure. And so coming here it was like when you can when you can be in a place where everybody is just the cry of their heart mm-hmm. and there really is that freedom to let God move and however he wants to move. Yeah. So I do appreciate the atmosphere because right. I know we've talked about even the lights and stuff like that, where the lights can be really kind of overwhelming to some folks coming in and not being able to see and know what's going on. Sure. But for me, it's kind of nice to not have everybody seeing what everybody's doing because then you feel like you do kind of have a little bit more of your own space to do yeah. what you're doing. So that, I, it's yeah. just, it depends on your perspective, you know. Sure. And I guess like the goal of the church too, like some places are like, 
I know Bethel, when I went out there for two weeks, Bill Johnson was talking. He was like, we don't do haze ever on a Sunday because if the glory of God falls, I want That's people. Cool. He's like, I want people to see it. That's cool. And I was like, oh. And I didn't know if I should feel convicted or if I should be like, that's really cool. But I came back and it was like, okay, we're not, we're not Redding, California. And we're not right. Bethel Church. We're Freedom Center in Fenton right. for a specific people and a specific purpose. So like it, it could have been really easy to get caught up in like what Bethel's doing or Hillsong is doing or whoever's doing. But just remembering like we can take inspiration from that, but we shouldn't try to be something that we're not. Right. So. Yeah, I love Freedom Center, and I love the people here, so it's, it's cool. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it is cool. I was going to, I was telling Ashley before we started, I don't know, I, I may have told you this story before, but it was like the tail end of the summer for one of the worship nights, one of the Fridays. Yeah. And it had been just this week, or like week and a half yeah. of horrible calls, and for whatever reason in that season, I was stressing out about our ministry, and just a lot of stress, a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> Life. But then... Bad call after bad call after bad call yeah. this one week. And, like, like actually on that Friday, the last thing I dealt with was just tremendous and horrible. But I can remember coming here, yeah. not really even wanting to, sure. but, like, almost, like, panic-stricken, like I had to be here. Yeah. And entering into the auditorium as if I was going into an ER looking for oxygen. I don't remember what the songs were, yeah. like, the first two. Yeah. I have no clue to this day. At some point... Um, Aaron Deal texted me, texted life over me, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah. But it was just amazing. And then I thought of it like that space and Holy Spirit there was like literal, I needed that or I wasn't going to survive. Sure. And it was That's, just, yeah. it's so cool to be able to be in a church fellowship where we have, we have you guys doing what you're doing. Yeah. And creating that space and that atmosphere for people yeah. for that reason. Because I'm sure I'm not the only one. That sure. Ever, you know? Yeah. That's good. What, what month was that? Do you remember? Uh, probably like August. Oh, man. I don't remember that one. I remember like June, we did all originals and the room was like blowing up. And we need to do that again soon. But I was really hoping it would be that night. <laughs> I, was there. I, was I mean, I'm glad too. it was. I'm glad you got what you needed. But That's awesome. Yeah. There, was a, there was a week. You're writing music though right now, right? Yes. <laughs> What's that hesitation for? Just because I'm not as diligent about it as I should be. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. me and a couple other guys are trying to write like a Christmas song. But not like the one I wrote a couple years ago. Like that was kind of fun and whatever. Like this is for like Sundays and for like the month of December. So That's dope. Yeah. You're one from a couple years. It's really good Lovely though. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, Spotify.com forward slash Kyler one. That's awesome. Go listen to it. You know what's cool? Put some more hits on it. So, uh, some people we have there have started coming and they're involved with our ministry and stuff like that. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, they're like, you had done, um, there was a couple originals you guys did. Yeah. And they're like, you know, she was like, where do I find this? I'm looking all over, I'm looking on iTunes. I was like, (laughs) it's not there. Yeah. I'm so bummed because, like, okay, like, not afraid. Do you know what do you know what I'm talking about yeah, when I yeah. say that? Yeah. Um, like when we started playing that a couple weeks in a row, everybody's like, "Who does this song?" I'm typing in the lyrics and and it's not there. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh <laughs> frick!" Like I'm like, "It's nowhere. It's literally nowhere." And they're like, well, before the horse. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, what do we got to do to get it?" I'm like, "It's not even really like done yet." Like <laughs> I don't I don't know. So when what it'll made be you done. play? What made you play on a Sunday? 
with the, with the idea that it's not fully done yet? Well, I think first we tried it on a Friday. Friday's like the test run of stuff. Like if there's a new song we want to do or if there's um, or if we wrote something and it's like, this could bomb, but I mean, we could be playing banjos and uh, and spoons on, on a Friday night and people would still get slain, you yes. know? So and I think we played it on a Friday first. We could all just yell. Yeah. It'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I think we did it on a Friday first, and we all felt it went well. And I think it was a similar team playing that Sunday. So I was like, well, let's just let's do it Sunday and see what happens. And I think the first time we played it, the response was good. So it's like, well, let's do it a couple more times so yeah. it people get it, and if by the end of like the third or fourth time we play it, like if there isn't really a response, we'll just cut it and we'll just work on it again. And it was the total opposite and not like trying to brag. Like that was, no, it was, no, it's okay. (laughs) It's incredible and exciting to be in a place where you feel like God, you're using this. Sure. And that's, it's wonderful. Yeah. You know? And I think that there should be a little bit of, I mean, obviously, you don't want the pride, but that little bit of like, God, you're letting me be a part of this, yeah. and it's exciting, and it should be. And yeah. you know, there's that balance between humbleness doesn't mean, oh, you know, I'm sure. just a lowly, you sure. know, or surpassed, yeah. you know. So take the compliment, and shut up, so. <laughs> right? But to speak to that, like the God, you're using what I'm giving. Like creativity isn't reserved specifically for the artist. Right. Um, I know a lot of people think that, but. Creativity, I think, in its simplest form is just problem solving. Like, hmm. you're a mom of four kids. So how often do you have to think of ways to get Isaac off the table with a knife in his hand? And I'm making that situation <laughs> up. But something close probably has happened like that before. Or you're on the road, and I'm sure you've had some unique situations where you've got to think quick. Like, that's that's creativity. Like, you have to think on the fly, and you have to create solutions to problems. Um, do you, I'm going to tell a little story. Do you know... Uh, Everett, I think his name's Everett Swanson. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. That's good because that makes the story even better. So I'm pretty sure it was Vietnam War. Um, he's a minister. He was a minister, but he would travel from the U.S. to Vietnam um, on, uh, uh, oh, 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 I'm going to ruin the story. He, whatever, he frequently traveled from Vietnam for, to the U.S. back and forth to minister to the troops over there. Okay. And the thing he would notice when he would go over there is the overwhelming number of kids living on the streets, eating whatever trash or, like, carcasses or whatever, just because their parents were either right. either left, they were fighting, or they were dead. So he came back to the States. He proposed this um, the solution to different churches and different organizations and stuff. Fast forward today, that's Compassion International. That's one of the largest orphan organizations oh, in wow. the world. So, and that took creativity, Right. To figure out a solution to the problem. So right. it's right. not just, I mean, I think I think we reserve that for the artsy stuff, that word creativity for that, because it resonates so deeply within our hearts and our soul. And we just, it, we connect to it so much, yeah. maybe easier or deeper, but. There's also an excellence. Sure. I mean, when you see somebody that's so gifted musically, so gifted in totally. art or so gifted in something, and it's like, that took years to cultivate sure. that. There is a sense of like awe and being able to witness that too, you know, along with the spiritual aspect of hearing somebody just praise the Lord and the whole room respond when Holy Spirit moves even, you know, so, but I really like how you described that. Like, yeah, I mean, I would say, 
Did you hear that like mouth burp thing? Okay. I if you hear it, just like put a noise gate on this or something. Um, <laughs> but I would say there's like, I have just as much creativity as a guy who has to design roads and roundabouts. And even though it's not glamorous and it's not maybe pretty, that person might not be proud of it. Like you have to create that. You have to right. build that out. You have to make sure that the, the road is level before you lay down the asphalt, before you put on um, the curbs. All that's like all that stuff takes problem solving. So really, I don't know. I think like I think people use that as an excuse. Like, oh, I'm not creative. I can't do any of that stuff. Like, you don't have to do art. Like, right. cook something right. or uh, build something or. Well, and with finances, I'll tell folks. Finances. This- Holy crap! You are so good with that stuff. <laughs> it's because we had to learn it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom, uh-huh. and so I will tell folks that. God has your answer every single time. You just got to ask him and be willing to go through that process yeah, with him. You know, good. So he'll give us those solutions. Totally. Yeah, like God is creative. And if we're made in his image, we are creative. Right. And just because it's not music or photography or, you know, something that's, that's hip and cool, like that doesn't mean you're not creative. A parent is creative. They have to be creative or their kids are going to die. Right. Or grow up rebellious and crazy. Or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. I have a question. Yeah, this is important. Let's do it. It's important to me. Is okay. there ever going to be a time on the main stage at Freedom Center Church where someone will rap and rap legitimately? Uh, I think we've had that before. On a Sunday, you're saying? Yes. Oh. On a Sunday. Mm, I mean, I don't know. As culture changes, you know, Kanye just dropped an album. Oh. You know what? Yeah. You know what I think is going to come probably. back and I'm... I don't know if I'm bummed about it or if I'm kind of excited about it. I'm mixed about it. But the Kenny G uh, solo on that one Kanye song, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I was like, this is dope. And I hate <laughs> it because it's so cool. But like people like indie artists have like Christian artists have been kind of like John Mark McMillan's been doing that a little bit. And it's like, that sounds really cool. But like the style is totally different from that. And now right. that it's mainstream and Kanye just did it. I have a feeling in like the next five years, oh, no. <laughs> like clarinets and saxophones and stuff are going to come back. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> You're probably right, but it hurts my heart. Yeah. There's legitimate things he does not allow on the stage. <laughs> like tambourines. That's a, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Unless that's you can keep incredible time. Then yes. that's, yeah. So it's yes. just reserved to the excellent drummer. <laughs> so it's a, yeah. no random person with a tambourine. No. However, true story. I did that one time that we took a small group of us up to, oh. <laughs> there was, <laughs> yeah. it was a small, small congregation. Uh, We're getting all set up to start. And the this set. old lady sits down and she pulls out a tambourine yes! from her purse and she's ready. She's ready. And it was like, here we go. That's awesome. <laughs> and it was, it was good. It was good. Rapping, rapping. I mean, I don't know if Pastor Jim's here. Probably not. Probably not. That's why I said. Okay, for our first responders yes. and veterans, what do you think is like pro and con about coming into a new worship environment like this? Like, what do you think? For for people who are just like for coming in as the first time, yeah. Like, um, I typically give them if I've spoke to them and they get a disclaimer that it's going to be big and different and you know um, different <laughs> but most of them know you know they haven't they have an idea coming through the door what they're going to hear what they're going to see and they're going to know it's not anything like they think of church in general yeah 
So I don't think it's that great of a surprise. You know, it's cool to have friends that are looking for the songs. And yeah. I'm telling them those are originals. You're not going to find them on, That's really on cool. Apple. Well, then, because for a while, like, when the band would play a new song, be like, did he write that one? Did he not write that one? Oh, I can't remember what song uh, we played. The Lead Me to the Rack. That, yeah, I wrote that one. That was actually the first song I wrote. Uh, and I wrote that in 2014. But, like, that that's part of it, too, just letting God use that. Because I wrote that, and I kind of talked about it when we played it that one worship night. It was like, I thought my life was over. Like, I didn't have any friends. I wasn't going to this church. This girl I thought I was going to marry, like, just totally broke everything. And my life was in shambles. And then I opened up to, I think it's Psalm 62. And it's it's that, um, you are my strong tower. You're my high, or high tower. You're my strong defense. All that. And I'm just reading this. And then I'm like kind of playing my guitar along with it and I just started writing the stuff down. I actually sent it to like a song critique guy who was doing it for free and on a scale of one to ten the average was like a four. He's like, yeah, this is a cool thing. Like, change this, do this, do that, do this. And I'm reading it and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I just really feel like this is what it's supposed to be. And I changed a couple things but for the most part the big things he wanted me to change I didn't do it. So, kept it and then we kept playing it and then we like we just played it that worship night. Megan... I think Megan's supposed to sing that when we record it because she takes it to a whole other level. But we're singing it and we're playing it and I'm watching people and I'm just like, holy crap. Like, right. this, was, this wasn't this was just for me. Like, this right. was for people that right. that really needed it. So right. I well, don't remember where I was going with that. But <laughs> no, Well, because cool. having songs that people recognize <clears throat> right. or having songs that people want to look up and they can't find them because... Right. So I just think that's wonderful. Yeah, the whole thing's incredible. What's well, cool too, we're doing security and being the medic. Yeah. Is on those days, like this Sunday, I'll be doing that. And it's what's amazing is to watch people worship. Just to yeah. be able to move around, move around that room and watch people. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard when you're on stage. Oh, yeah. If you're in that spot, well yeah, you got all those lights. So I can see like a couple people in the front and then depending if I like take a couple steps back or something, I can kind of see more of those people. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, it's just a sea of faces and nothing's happening. You're like, oh no, this is... <laughs> and then sometimes it's like, wow, who? what time did you guys wake up this morning? Like, you're, you're really excited to be here. So yeah. it, it's super cool to watch that. And then also just like reminding ourselves and our teams like, hey, if no one's like responding outwardly, that doesn't mean they're not responding inwardly. Right? Oh yeah, for so, sure. For sure. Just, I mean, just like we're, I mean, it's, Nick and I are opposite ends of that spectrum. Yes, you are. Like, I'm very much so. <laughs> and that's, that's totally okay. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, it's really, really good. But I think also to be able to, I, I like the dynamic in the room where there, nobody feels less than to worship the way that God has asked them, like, and, you know, that they're expressing. Sure. So I think it's wonderful to be up front, and there's a culture to go up front if you want to be. But it's also perfectly fine to be in your pew, like, in your chair and stuff, too, and in the back. Like, And I love that because I think nobody should feel ashamed that they're not up front, and nobody should feel the fool to be up front and not in their chair. Well, it gets so weird, too, when, like, you're forced to do something but you're not exactly sure why like that's kind of why I had a thing against the Catholic Church because my sister and I never got confirmed in it so we can never 
receive communion. So when we would go with my grandparents, it's like, okay, you two sit here. And out of the entire, ch- and it was a big church, out of the entire church, we're the only two sitting while everybody's going in line. So it was kind of like, okay. like. <laughs> right. So when we came here, and we had never been to a church like this before, like kind of similar to uh, Jim's story. It was like we sat in the very back because we're like, if things get weird, people start Bro. pulling swords out and snakes and junk, like we're going to bail. Yeah. And like we kind of made fun of of worship, but I'm going to call my mom out. But she, you know, people are raising their hands and we're sitting next to each other and she'd like grab my hand and she'd like throw it up in the air, and I'd bring it back down. Like you, okay, no. But the thing that made it worth the while was that Pastor Jim actually came up before anything started. We didn't know he was the senior pastor. And he introduced himself, like, this is your first time, just had, a, like, a genuine conversation with us. And it was like, oh, you are a real person. Right. And you get that. Not everybody understands all of this. That's cool. So That's really cool. And I think that's what we try to do with the creative and the songwriting stuff. It's like, I don't want to write something that's just kind of, like, cool because it's cool or popular, but uh, I want it to resonate with you whether you've been a Christian for 100 years or you're brand new and you're, you're trying to understand what that actually means and you yeah. want to dig deeper into that. So that's good. That's really cool. Yeah. That's good. So, well, all right. Well, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Was it was awesome. Thanks for coming in to your own office. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been up here. Actually. Hey, we can thank him actually. For, oh yeah. yeah. So thank you, Pastor Kyle, for the use of your office space. And the oh yeah. And well, we yeah. usually thank Freedom Center Church on the podcast for being able to use the yeah, resources. But now since I'm here, we can thank you. Yeah. We well, hey, I'm glad you guys can do this. Yeah. Right on. Cool. In a nice warm office with cool lights. That's true. They are cool. That's true. They are cool. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thank you again. We appreciate it a lot. Check us out on our Facebook, Instagram, and have a phenomenal week, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.